everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with my old friend Ayumi from the Kyoto crew Body Carnival, who also happens to be one of the best b-girls in the world. It was a real honor to be able to talk with her about some of her history and for, to have her share her thoughts. Even though Ayumi's English is pretty good, she wanted to do the interview in Japanese to be able to express herself as naturally as possible. So I once again brought in the help of Makun, the translator extraordinaire who has, who also happens to be one of Ayumi's best friends. We got to talk about her history, Kyoto breaking history, why her crew has become internationally known even though Kyoto is a relatively small scene, judging Red Bull BC1, the Olympics, and more. It was a real pleasure to talk with these two since we all go back around a decade when we all lived in Vancouver. Hope you all enjoy the chat. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast. We have a very special guest today. It's Ayumi from Body Carnival. And as always, we have our my good friend Makun doing the translations. Ayumi can speak pretty good English, but we wanted to give her the chance to uh, speak as fluently as possible in her native language. So that's why we have Makun here. And uh, so thank you both for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. B-Boy Vancouver podcast channel え、ダンスやダンスに関するメンタリティもろもろのお話をするチャンネルです。で、今日はえ、ゲストで、ボディカーニバルのあゆみさんに来てもらってます。よろしくお願いします。お願いします。よろしくお願いします。オッケー。え
out of her sister's influence and first started off with like six step and baby freeze etc etc while she was in japan wait wait what while you were in vancouver you started and you went back to japan for a little bit and started learning from your sister mm-hmm. and then went back to vancouver where we all met dean and i and you and since then we've been friends and you've been dancing <laughs> yeah. <Since> then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's difficult yes of course uh, mm-hmm. so this. uh okay cool so yeah um i'm curious about like a little bit of history on your crew and maybe like what you know about the kyoto breaking history or hip-hop history or whatever and maybe even stuff about your sister too うんうんうんうん。えっと私のクルーは2000えっと5年に私の姉とえっと当時一緒にやっていたあのボディーカーニバルのチームメイトたちがえっと作りました。でそれはえっと1個の花園の駅という駅があってそこで練習してた人たち
you know, we help each other and like we do show together at the Kyoto B-Boy crew. It's like all the different crew together in Kyoto kind of thing. Um, with this kind of environment, she'd be blessed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to know a bit more about to maybe talking about Kyoto. Mm -hmm. My impression is that Kyoto's scene, just Kyoto, the scene is kind of smaller, right? Mm -hmm. So how, how is it that Body Carnival, this huge internationally known crew comes from this much smaller scene in, in Japan? えっと、私は普通にまあ、あ、そういうものなんだっていう風になれて もう、なんだろう、2003年ぐらいからずっとアメリカ行ったりしてた人なんで、なんかその影響でチーム全体が、えっと、まっすぐ、えっと、目標たく、あの、掲げてこれに向かって頑張ろうっていう、そういったマイン
And also her sister, Narumi, was already like flying to the States in 2003. And again, the same kind of mindset way before she joined Body Convo. So maybe Kyoto is a small city, but like a lot of people like shared the kind of mindset and shared the same goal. And maybe one or two people only, or like only, even only a few people have that kind of goal. But then if you have that kind of people around you, the influence kind of spread out and like, yeah, that kind of idea kind of spread out and everybody shares a mindset. And yeah, I guess I we that. see body guard today. Hmm. Yeah. And one other thing that I think about with that is like Kyoto and maybe like Osaka and kind of Kansai is Japan. It's so easy to travel around. It's even if it's a smaller city, you can go to these bigger scenes or it's kind of all part of one Kansai scene or something. I think like Vancouver's scene and Seattle. Vancouver's scene is kind of small, but if you pair it with Seattle, you get this Northwest and include Portland and these other places. But yeah, I think yeah. And Kyoto, for me, when I felt like Kyoto and Vancouver is kind of similar sides you know oh yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like that's why i think i love vancouver also because i feel like like i'm kind of like same city Oh, just, just one, one sec. So I, I kind of want to uh, tell this to Japanese viewers. Ajan was in the Ego, Mochiro, Minasan, Stertori, Monday Nakshaberun, the Skeletomo, Antina, Conihon, Jin, no Hitonimo, Ego, Shaber, Hitonimo, Kono, Hotokas, to meet a Morai, Yoni, Tudin, no Hydeo, De, Conca Boko Hira, Stemorate, Ajan, Nihongo, then Nihongo Tanto, Stemorate. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's a good opportunity to ask about that. Like, so you've, you've traveled a lot to lots of different places in the world you've represented, but also you lived in a different country for how many years did you live in Vancouver? Five years. Five years, right? So you have experience not just traveling and visiting places, but also living in another country, speaking a different language, this kind of thing.、Um, is there anything that those experience, experiences,、uh, is there anything that you've taken from those experiences, either traveling or living in different countries and experiencing different cultures? And languages. So, out of like living, out of having an experience living in two different countries or traveling、yeah. a lot of different places, 
yeah. in general, what did she get from that? Yeah, you don't have to. Oh, you... She can speak specifically or just in general. It's up to her. But yeah, just mm -hmm. anything that she's kind of taken from those experiences or got from those experiences. はい。私が一番その海外に住んでて自分であのすごく大きかったなってそのブレイキンとこう繋がるなって思ったことが一つあってやっぱりあの向こうに住んでた時にまあ言葉の壁とかもすごく大きくて自分自身にでやっぱり
Japanese girl speaks no English, then like no people. <laughs> I, feel,、yeah. I sound so harsh. No, no, no. <laughs> then, I, yeah, I get then, what you mean. Yeah, then, then nobody wanted to talk to her, but like if she's dancing and like she's trying to show her stuff through dancing, then she wants to talk more and other people want to talk to her. And yeah, dancing really got her back basically. Making friends, and even to this day, like she is traveling all over the world, you know, through that thing, she communicates with a lot of people, and that enriches her life, I guess.、Hmm. What a beautiful、yep. story. <laughs> I don't mean that sarcastically, I mean that seriously. <laughs> That's really beautiful. Okay, yeah, so kind of going off of traveling, your traveling experiences. Uh, you, you recently judged the Red Bull BC1, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and maybe a little bit about just judging in general? Because sometimes it's people can, they don't know, like, why did this person win or why did this person win?、Mm -hmm. And especially competitors, they think, oh, this judge doesn't know what they're doing, this kind of thing. So maybe share a bit of like, Where the way you judge or what you think、mm -hmm. is important, this kind of thing, and just talk about the experience. Okay, okay. Oh, 今回そうですね。えっと Red Bull BC1 の2020年とオーストラリアであった大会でジャッジをさせていただきました。で本当にすごいなと思ったのがもう今は日本よりあのもうヨーロッパの方がロックダウンしてる街が多くて。もう空港も全然人がいないんですね。でもマスクとかもちょっと鼻が出たらもう普通に怒られる道で「こら!」みたいな感じで言われるし、あのー、結構着いた時も空港ガラガラでっていう感じで本当に結構びっくりしました。で、あのー、すごくケアが徹底されてて、まああのー、出る人に向けてとこのイベントを開催される上で。いろんな人たちが関わってるんですけどみんなが絶対にその、えっと、今の状況でちゃんとバトルあのイベントが進むように、えっと、コンペティターの,その出る方たちは23週間前からホテルに入ってみんな本当にずっとホテルで待機ホテルの中で練習をするというなんか、えっと、本当にもうずっとそのこのイベントに向けてのレディーする時間がすごく長くしっかりとられててあの徹底していました。であの私は本当にすごいなと思ったのが、まあ、すごいその過酷な状況でみんながあの日にあの自分のベストを尽くすっていうその気持ちを持ってったあの土曜日はもう踊ってる人みんなを見て私は普通にむちゃくちゃ感動しましたあのいつもねそのあのいろんなイベントがあるのはもちろんあの私もいっぱい経験してきてるんですけどああやってあのもうイベントスタッフの方とかあのいろんなえっと、部分であのお仕事をしてる人とか、まあ、もちろんその日一番あの大変というか一番ねあのメインになる踊るダンサーたちであったりとかもうみんなが、えっと、その日に向けてそのレディをしてるっていうなんかそういうのがもう私はもう普通にすごいことだなと感じましたでもちろん映像だとその日に踊ってる人しか出ては来ないんですけどその裏で動いてる人とかもう全部
全体をあそこまでしっかりあの開催さ,しあのされてる、まあ、レッドブルーさんとかも私本当になんかすごいなっていう、まあ、そんな中であのジャッジとして呼んでもらってあの今年そういう経験をさせてもらったのは本当にありがたいなっていうのがむちゃくちゃ一番に来ました。でやっぱジャッジをさせてもらってもちろんいろんな人の考え方とかあの、まあ、もう私もいつもいまだにやっぱりバトルにも出てるし、えっと、経験をし、ね、いろんな感じることであったりとかってすっごい思うのでもちろん私のデシジョンっていうか決めたことに対してんって思われる人もねいるかもしれないんですけど私の中では、えっと、どんなイベントであれ私が持ってるそのジャッジに対しての。ジャッジをするときはしっかり見させてもらって、あのー、ジャッジをさせてもらいましたはいはい<笑> OK So first of all this time around she went to Austria for Red Bull BC1 She was really surprised how empty the airport was and how strict the environment was. Like, I guess, like, Japan's a little bit more relaxed by now, even though, like, numbers of carriers are increasing and everything.、Mm -hmm. But then, Europe is like totally different story. Like, again, the airport was empty, and like, if your nose came out of your mask and like you got pointed out, and like, you know, people yell at you and everything. Um, this time around, she was really moved、uh, by the event as a whole. Like, not only the competitors, but like everybody was really getting ready for this Saturday. Like, of course, those B boys and B girls, they like they flew in like two, three weeks before the event. And like, they had to really stay in a hotel and like, Of course, like the you know, virus control and everything, but also like they had to condition themselves towards the competition in that kind of environment. And also, like the organizers, like all the people in the backstage, they were really strictly controlling the conditions of everything and the environment. And she was really, really moved to see those people. Making this event happen.、Um, in this kind of rare, rare year, it's maybe this is a very special occasion this year. So, like, she was really appreciated to be able to have a chance to be a judge this year. And、um, as to judging, She, of course, has like her criteria, like through her experiences. And of course, there are people who agreed or disagreed with her decision, but she has like this solid criteria about her way of judging. So this time around, she tried her best.、Hmm. Is that right? That's <laughs> good. <laughs> 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 Yes, do you want to ask me how I judge that way more? Or, yeah, if you if you want to share a little bit more, like specifically, 
I don't know. Judging judging is really hard to talk about because there's so many things that that go into judging. But you know, whatever you want to share, you can you can share it. Whatever you, yeah. However you want to try to, it's a difficult question for sure. Yeah, that's true. Ah, so this is. It's kind of difficult for me to answer this question. <laughs> あ、じゃあこの間のこの間のあ、DC1 送られて、ま、来て、それに対して私たちもあの、細かくアンサーをしたっていうことがもうネット上にも上がってるんですけど。ま、私がえっと、ジャッジをするときには、もちろんその方のスタイル、ま、スタイルっていうのはま、その人の
So she also did this year. So if you are curious, like you can really read it online too. Hmm. It's out on the internet. But like, so it's going to be pretty much the same thing as the interview, but there are like three main things she looked for. Uh, one is style. Style is a very like, in a way, ambiguous word. Like style can mean a lot of different things. We, you know, by by style, she means her, you know, like style, also like character or flavor, or his or her originality. Of course, like she looks for all these things, and also uh, smoothness. Being in being in control over your movement at the same time with feeling the music and being smooth also means like in one move you have to have certain story in your own way so being smooth can mean a lot of things too yeah okay um Number two, being smooth. Also, like being in control, but also physically being strong. Mm. Physical strength is an important point too in this dance. It's a very dynamic dance. Mm -hmm. And also being in the moment, or in the other word, rocking the venue or dominating the atmosphere. That's a very important thing. It's a third criteria she looks for. Hmm. So if she has to say it by words, it's a lot of things. Yeah. But she does have to look for all these things she was saying. Yeah. I yeah. This is more just a comment, but I think a lot of people, especially when they've never judged, they don't know what actually goes into judging. It's really mm -hmm. easy for people to say, this person doesn't know what they're doing, or I would judge better, or this kind of thing. But when you have to be there and make a choice in like, you don't get an instant replay, you don't get to watch the video again and again and again in slow motion. You have to make a choice right there and then. And it's very difficult and very stressful job and many things to consider so mm -hmm. you know i always applaud judges <laughs> it's not an easy yeah. thing to do mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to using your i uh podcast thing but i have to say this whoever it is i think this boy was from europe a few years ago when her sister narumi was judging red bull bc1 yeah and afterwards she you know posted something posted about this uh event on her instagram uh -huh. and this boy said like you are the worst judge narumi and like don't judge again whatever it is if you probably if you ever listen to this listen to this podcast you make name by next year win a lot of worldwide events <laughs> and be qualified as being a judge and go alone to the other country and judge this biggest event in the world and tell your opinion to the worldwide viewers. 
right? And you will get dissed for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am still mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> But they, it seems like they won. This is the internet troll, like doing what they want to do. But I, I for sure, I, I get what you mean. Like, you know, some people have nothing else other than to complain online. That's、yeah. the only place that they feel some kind of power. これだけは思うんですけど、やっぱりこのまあ、ね、たくさんいろんな人がいろんな意見が絶対あると思うし、今マックンが言ってくれたこととか、ディーンが言ってくれたことも本当その通りだし、私たちもでもやっぱりどんな時でも人を審査させてもらうってことは、その人たちも本当にその場面に向けてあのしっかりあの。心を整えてそのモーメントをジャッジするっていう意識はもう本当絶対どんなジャッジの人も絶対持ってるしなんかあのもちろんいろんな意見があってこうだああだってはなるんですけどあのそれに対してもあのどんな時でもやっぱりそのそれをやってる人たちはあのそれだけのえっとなんていうの気持ちを捧げてやってるからなんかそこは本当に。ね、これを誰に向けて私も言ってるかわかんないですけどでもまあ本当にそういうね<笑>あのそういう人たちに向けてもそ,のあのそこは理解してほしいなしてあげてほしい今後もだし今までもだし私は本当にそれは大きく感じますこうやってあの大きいものをする審査をする方たちはそれだけのプレッシャーを持ってるしそれだけのことを考えてそこに行ってるしなんかそこはね大きいことですよね I feel so immature. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, so, so what she said, so everybody, of course, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. But, like, talking about judges, like, they do like, get ready mentally and physically to an event when they have to judge. And they really dedicate their time and energy. For judging an event. And yeah, so if you could respect that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, just kind of adding on that, like、mm. this kind of will tie into the next question that I want to ask you about, which is like Olympics and then, you know, breaking as culture and sport and art and this kind of mixture of things.、Mm. But I think that's something that people forget is. You know, these competitions, it it can focus a little more on the sport kind of aspect of breaking, the competitive kind of thing. But with sports, there's like very clear rules. Like、mm-hmm. if you do this, then it's a foul. If you do this, it's a point, this kind of thing. But breaking is has the art side, which is sort of a little bit more kind of vague or up to interpretation. And that's what makes it hard. And that's what makes it like difficult to judge because everyone has kind of slightly different views or different ways of thinking about this dance that we all do. So people have to remember that, that just because your way of thinking about the dance is how it is, doesn't mean that this other person's way is like completely invalid. And especially, like you said, You know, these people have put in the time and they're not idiots. 
<laughs> they, they, they have their views and you have to respect that. And if you don't like their views, you can either not watch it or you can, you can go, like you said, put in the time and become one of the best and get the job to judge whatever competition and show your, your version of things. And if it's so right, you know, anyway. <laughs> あ、そう、ディンさん。えっと、ディンが言ってるのは、行かないので難しいですと。で、絶対に普遍的なスポーツみたい、フィギュアスケートみたいにこれをやったら何点、これをやったら何点っていう決まりがなくある違うからといって、それを根本的に否定するっていうことはやっぱりできない。それはやっぱり完全なスポーツではないからっていうことですね。はい。そういうわけです。We're <笑> back after some minor technical difficulties. But um yeah, we were getting to the topic of the Olympics and I wanted to get your opinion on on this whole thing and what you think about it and especially kind of some of the the common questions that people get asked about this how do you balance the sport side of breaking with the culture side and this kind of thing and what do you think about the olympics is it a good thing or a bad thing this kind of thing yeah. <laughs> そうですね。なんかそれがすごい嬉しいなって私は普通に単純にとても嬉しいと思ってます。で、なんかえっと、なんかそれがこう、
なんだろうキャラクターであったりとかフレーバーであったりとかそういうなんかそういうとこがすごくやっぱ大事なあのものだと私はブレーキを持ってるのでそういうところがしっかり見てもらえたりしたらいつもと一緒な感じで見てもらえたらめちゃくちゃ嬉しいなっていうのが私の希望であとはもう本当になんかいろんな人にチャンスと可能性がどんどんどんどん膨れてくるものだからなんかありがたいなって本当に思ってます私なんかチャレンジしていきたいってはいこんな感じです大丈夫これ長いよね<笑>はーいオッケー<笑>うーんとはいオッケー so she had just competed in the Japan prelims for the Olympic Games and generally thinks it's a great thing it's more of the this culture has been around but it's be always underground it's never been really open to public but now it's a chance for a lot of people to witness this culture it's simply a great thing and about this topic she's of course aware of there are a lot of different opinions but she hopes like in wherever it is or like whatever kind of occasions She hopes that、um, good parts of breaking can be shown、mm-hmm. as it is, <clears throat> as it originally is.、Mm-hmm. And of course, with、uh, this kind of occasion, there are some sports aspects involved. And maybe more like、uh, physical aspects or like dynamic aspects. Could be valued more, let's say. But she personally thinks the great part of breaking is also about having his or her own character, having a very original flavor and style. So she really hopes that kind of aspects can be valued as much as the dynamic aspects.、Mm-hmm. And So, once again, she really hopes like the breaking, let's say, can stay the same, but still put this original breaking out to public and valued、mm-hmm. this culture. Yeah. And it's of course, it's for a lot of B boys and B girls, these are great chances. And she also wants to challenge herself to go far with this kind of things, too.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It was long. I am so sorry. I just talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I think it's good. Yeah. No, it, you know, I think that's.、Uh... For whatever my opinion matters, like, you know, I'm just some guy. But I think that's <laughs> that's the best kind of attitude to have towards this. Like, you know, you have to hope that the people that are, you know, pushing this forward keep always keep that in mind the cultural side and the, the essence that it doesn't lose. I think, you know, a lot of people look at it as this is a second chance. For breaking in the public eye. 
-hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like in the 80s, it really blew up, but no one had control over it. People who were outside the culture had control yeah. and they dictated what it was like. Mm -hmm. And now it's is like a second chance at mass exposure and a second chance for our like community to have some say in how it gets presented and what gets presented and to mm -hmm. show. So even like a lot of the, the articles that get written, they're making a point to show that it's not called breakdancing, it's called breaking, mm -hmm. you know? And so even that, you know, it's a slow change, I think, but that's even something that is like a bonus that we get to re kind of reset, sort of, we get a second mm -hmm. chance. And then, yeah. you know, I've heard a lot of opinions, but, you know, again, people have all kinds of opinions too. But I think one thing that really stood out is, you know, the Olympics, it's a big opportunity, but it's not the only opportunity. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, someone had a really good example of basketball is in the Olympics, but there's also the NBA. And mm -hmm. basketball is not only the Olympics. And soccer is not, I think soccer is in the Olympics. There's still the World Cup and FIFA, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever, right? So there's, there's other things outside of the Olympics. It's just Olympics is another opportunity. That's true, yeah. And I well, think if, if people look at it that way, like mm -hmm. it's just another option and another mm -hmm. way to do it. And, and, you know, maybe this will lead to other good things like caring about our health as dancers like and <laughs> physical training and maintaining and giving people jobs mm -hmm. you know when yeah. they can't physically do it anymore as well as they could they can mm -hmm. start coaching or training or this kind of thing and it yeah. gives people who are physical trainers like extra jobs or extra opportunities and like it's not just breaking you know <laughs> It'll be really dope if, like, this gets really big, keeping the essence of breaking, mm -hmm. but also gets, like, mass attention and, like, freestyle session will be held in, like, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, you know. Like... All the b-boys and b-girls and also fans, like, normal people just shows up and, you know, see the battle. Yeah, and, you know, that's the, that's the big thing that a lot of people have mentioned is that the Olympics can just be a platform for people to see it and maybe they get a slightly different version but it gets them interested enough to start looking at more of it and then they find things like freestyle session like outbreak like whatever and then that can get them more and more into this culture and and kind of community and this kind of thing like so you know I think the most important thing is like keeping some sense of control of what what we as a community feel is important. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of people that are involved now that are wanting to do that. And, you know, I'm not too worried about, <laughs> you know, the Olympics yeah, and, and this kind of thing. Like exciting things for everyone we have. Our, it's just like yeah it's a big chance for like everyone and yeah. then, like sometimes it's nice like it's not there it's not like we don't need to have like we just said you know we're ready we just do it like what we want 
what we yeah. believe, what we want to do. Yeah, so it's just, you know, uh, another option. Yeah. And, you know, as long as people are active and they're involved and it's not people completely outside the culture like it was in the 80s, mm -hmm. then, you know, it'll it'll be fine <laughs> and i think you know it'll be beneficial in the long run like if if people can can keep control of how it's presented you know yeah i don't know if you want to translate any of that makun <laughs> all right ま、ブレイキングとっては2回目のま、チャンスだっていうことやね。1回目は80年代にあのブレイキングとかワイルドスタイルとかああいう映画がわって出てきて一般的にブレイキングがバーッと認知され始めたけど、その時との大きな違い
and to me it doesn't matter if it's big or small or whatever you know i always i hope that more people get involved in it and that more people can understand it and that's the hope that i think a lot of people have with the olympics but you know even if it's small and it's just like five people that do it after all this like i'll be one of those five people that still wants to do it you know like, yeah, but like it's it's our like sometimes i realize myself how long i have been doing these things you know like mm. we've been training at in canada vancouver together like it was like already 15 years ago i, I think, think so yeah so we we are same like we are, we just love to do this you know? yeah yeah it's just it's nice yeah mm. of course we want it to grow we want it to have more opportunities if we can do it you already do it for your like job basically <laughs> so you know does everyone wants that right but you know it's a lot of it i think it's just mentality too how you how you go about it and you know some people they keep it too real you know i <laughs> gotta keep it real but they're kind of like i don't know living in the past and they're not looking at how things are now and they you know, it's a balancing thing, I think. <laughs> Keeping tradition and then pushing things forward and how do you balance that? So I think there's good people involved that are trying to make this work and and present it properly. And it it makes people think about other things that I hear Renegade talking about this, DJ Renegade. <laughs> and he talks about like, okay, yeah, so the Olymp it's in the Olympics. But that's like one step to making this more like professional and bigger like mm -hmm. like you know how are you gonna go about you know getting uh judges accredited judges like qualified judges what's the standard you know how do you define it how do you define biting how do you define uh all of these things that up until now people are just it's kind of like you know in the air and you just you know if you know and if you don't know then you have to figure it out on your own whereas now with something like the olympics it's like this stuff has to be set you have to know exactly what it is and you have to kind of figure it like start to really define what it is and what makes this dance and that kind of stuff so it's like again whatever happens i think it's a good thing to make people start thinking deeper about what the dance is you know yeah. Yeah. Cool. We have to do it. <laughs> it's difficult like, every time we ask like after we talk a lot and then we ask <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but i think it's good for you know people yeah. if they want to hear my stupid opinion まあ、あの、世間的に認知されることのメリットとか、まあ、その変な方向に向かっちゃうデメリットとかもろもろ含めて、え、各自がバランスを見ながらより考える<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑
will be valued as much of like dynamics and everything. Yeah. Because like if you are B boys or B girls, if you've been doing this long enough, I I don't think I've ever seen a B boy saying like I love this dance because I love power moves. <laughs> or like I love footwork, that's why I love breaking. Like I've never seen a people like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. of course of course we love it. We we love the, you know, just like movement part of dance too. And like, you know, physical part of dance, it's great. But like most of people, if you do it long enough, like you say like the mental side of it, like you yeah. or the social like side. Because, or... Yeah, because you get to meet people, make friends, or like you get to express your real self mm-hmm. and you are valued and like mm-hmm. this dance values originality and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key part of this, and yeah, that's why I think like uh, Storm, mm-hmm. the uh, I is like judging system, right? Mm-hmm. They value like style and like musicality and flavor and character and everything, just like people judge in a normal normal like or like past breaking competitions. Mm-hmm. I think it's a the system is like closest to the like real breaking jam. Yeah, I think like these people have been involved in the community and the scene for like a long time. And a lot of them have been judging at a high level at some of the biggest competitions and stuff. And like, it's not like they're just, you know, oh, we'll just throw something together. Like they're putting in real thought because this is like high level kind of stuff that they have to do. You have to think about it you have to put in the time to really break down what is the dance and this kind of thing mm-hmm. and and one thing i wanted to add to you know people always they're always talking about well is the are the olympics going to change breaking is it going to change <laughs> the way that breaking is but i just thought about this too like maybe part of the inclusion of things like breaking skating surfing and these things with more like artistic elements that you can't judge specifically on like oh they did this check they did this check that's two points this kind of thing where it's more like a little bit more subjective maybe that's the olympics changing as well and including more artistic elements and not just being a hundred percent sports focused but these sort of you know artistic cultural things that are also athletic like breaking and and skating and you know all there's all kinds of things like that so maybe that's a little bit of the olympics trying to sort of change and adjust to how things are now and not everything is just sports and one point and this point and this team against this team and that kind of thing like you know, snowboarding is already in the Olympics and in the yeah. Winter Olympics. And that has a, you know, I'm sure it's changed a bit from the true like essence of snowboarding or whatever, when you have to judge it like this. But, you know, the people that love snowboarding or love skating or whatever, any of these things love breaking, they're going to keep doing it no matter what. So I just, yeah, yeah back to what we we're saying. It's just another opportunity. Mm-hmm. And another chance at 
getting more people into this thing that we all enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, like whatever. Like I don't know for the future, but like I think we just keep doing and then you know, in like, uh, develop more this culture with people. Yeah. Just try and keep it going in a good direction, whatever you think that is. <laughs> Yeah. You can't you can't ever tell until it's already done, right? <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah, it seems good. Know. Have to consider some potential bad things, but try and stay away from that. And maybe you learn something from those bad things too, right? Like you never know. Yeah, it's good. There's an expression in English, hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back, <laughs> you see it perfectly, right? But when you're looking forward, when you're trying to do it, you don't know what it's going to be like. You can't see it perfectly. Mm. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's uh, maybe a good spot to finish. <laughs> yeah. So maybe Ayumi, if you have any last words like that, you want to just say about anything doesn't have to be about Olympics or, you know, whatever breaking related, just anything that you want to say to people listening or watching or whatever you okay. can do that now oh okay i i just want to say that thank you so much for having me this time you know like uh because um i'm not getting nervous i usually have like when i have these kind of things like talk or like an interview but i'm always like i don't know i feel nice to talk with you guys mm. maybe because we are good friends for a long time <laughs> yeah and <laughs> It was really good time and also like I kind of love it's uh, happy to share with this kind of topic with you guys mm -hmm. and the people. You know, like it's nice. Like I now I understand I realize again like how much I love this breakdown, breaking like um, as a culture and then um, it's like in my life already. So like it's like breaking is like in my my life. You get mm -hmm. like lots of things, so like yeah it was so nice mm -hmm. and thank you yeah it goes both ways too like yeah. it's so easy for me to do like the interview it's not really an interview <laughs> with you guys like <laughs> it just really feels like oh we're just talking mm -hmm. but we get to talk about these kind of deeper things and i really enjoy that so thank yeah. you both too thank you and especially thank you makun for you know Tra translating <laughs> like yeah, very <laughs> suddenly <laughs> so if anyone wants ever wants a translator you can look to makuna hi please him. he's really good really great yeah yeah he's really good mm -hmm. um okay well yeah thanks again ayumi and makun and for taking the time to do this and sharing your thoughts with everyone and thank you everyone for listening and you know giving some of your time to to listen to these people to listen to us talk we really appreciate it uh see you next time everybody peace thank you bye bye thanks everyone for listening if you like what you heard please consider supporting on my patreon page at www.patreon.com slash f 2 that's r-a-z-z-y-f-2 
This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com slash razzyf2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening and look forward to the next one. Peace.